shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-469-7272. That's 800-469-7272. 800-469-7272. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Hockey weather forecast calling for today. Breezy with occasional snow, 3 to 6 inches. Travel will be difficult, they say. High 32, I don't believe it. Tonight, windy with a little snow at times, accumulating a coating to an inch, low 30. Tomorrow, remaining cloudy and breezy with a little snow at times, little or no accumulation storm total, about a foot. High 32. Joe's thinking what you can do with that foot. <laughs> he, he's not happy. All right, Joe's a curmudgeon, in case you haven't heard. But a very smart one. Knows a lot of history, so that's important. 22 degrees right now, and we have WinterNet completely up to date. Check it out online. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now, so let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are intelligent. You make all the right decisions. You were smart before smart was cool, and you made it cool again. You have a wealth of knowledge, and you are so very clever. (laughs) I bet you already knew I was going to say that, you genius. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you hear you could save big when you switch to Progressive. But I'm pretty sure you already knew that, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck. So you ordered the essentials. A power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member which you put towards your most essential deck addition, a bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. CBS News Brief. Snow plows are out in places like New York City, getting hammered by a major winter snowstorm. CBS meteorologist Jeff Berardelli. This storm is going to progress kind of its way northward as we head through the day, so we're going to start to see the heavy snow break out in places like Boston and the Berkshires, and eventually that will head up into New Hampshire and Vermont as well. And along the immediate coast, it could even mix with a little bit of sleet and maybe a little bit of rain as well. There's snow in D.C., but a meeting is still on between President Biden and 10 Republican senators hoping for a compromise on his COVID relief plan. Senior advisor Cedric Richmond tells CBS. He is very willing to meet with anyone to advance the agenda. A showdown could be looming between the city of Chicago and teachers who've been ordered to report to schools without an agreement on COVID safety. The union's Thad Goodchild. That would be both an unfair labor practice and a violation of our contract. CBS News Brief. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Across from me, Mr. Joe McGranahan. I wish to have the word, the adjective intrepid used in front of my name today. The intrepid Joe McGranahan who used his four-wheel drive vehicle with 31-inch tires (laughs) and knobbly tread to come up 
the hill, even though uh, it hasn't been touched in hours. And going then down the hill is going to be the fun. <laughs> we're not worried about that. We're just interested in having you on the show. And then uh, he... And Kevin brought food. Oh, thank Kevin. He didn't leave any of it in here, but he brought <laughs> a wise it. choice. Yeah, something about snow makes me hungry. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, the, the snow day we had when Ben Reikley was here, we had him stop at the Eagle's Wings <laughs> Bakery and stock up. Eagle's Wind. Wind. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, whatever it is. But Eagle's they, Wings sounds like an illegal delicacy in some foreign country. Well, Eagle's Wind sounds like a discharge of <laughs> well, some, right. some kind, but that's another topic. All right, but yeah, super great uh, Amish cookery is uh, always had down there, so we appreciate that. Uh, let's see, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, Joe also made it up the steps here, which you need nothing other than an al- alpine outfit to make it up. You're going to have to get one of those great big thick woolly sweaters, too. I was hoping you'd have one of those St. Bernard dogs with a cask of brandy around his neck mm. to come get me if I <laughs> Fall in case you fell. <laughs> right. All right. But we he made it up, so he is intrepid. If there is any other word that describes Joe, that's what it is. Uh, this is Be Kind Month. Uh, the very first element of the Be Kind Month is to catch up with someone you miss. Catch up with someone you miss. So, Joe, is there anybody you miss you'd love to chit-chat with on the phone with? Or maybe... Well, if I do, I call them. <laughs> text them, right. Well, yeah, but you, uh, you're not, like, super... Outgoing, like I'm not. I have no friends. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> and you have friends. You just don't see them every week. That's all. How about that? And you don't go to bars, so and you don't travel to distant locations with them. Well, if anyway. I had to go to bars to make friends, I don't know how good a friend they would actually be. <laughs> Unless you, I was buying. If I was buying, well, you could be very friendly at a bar. All right. On the mark. Sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. So please check them out. Actually, at a friend that I haven't spoken to for a while is on the line holding right now. Okay. Oh, we got our first caller of the day. All right, well, let me expedite our toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. We can talk about anything on your mind today. We have a pretty strong divide in the U.S. between many, many people. Uh, We have an impeachment trial that's coming up that many folks, well, some folks say it's unconstitutional to start with. Others say it's just plain not necessary and a waste of time and almost a vindictive type of thing. Other folks say it's highly appropriate and should happen. Uh, let's see. Over the weekend, we heard about some of the very latest COVID-19 numbers, just extremely de- deadly. COVID-19 month of January. So many, many people using uh, good sound precautions to uh, avoid having that spread any further. Hospitalizations are down in Pennsylvania. So that is uh, great news. But as one of our good texters pointed out on Friday, yeah, hospitalizations are down, but the death toll's up. That's not the ideal way to get out of the hospital. Uh, let's see what else is happening. So anything else on your mind? You can well, no, but I, th- I thought it was very interesting. You mentioned the impeachment, and there's a fascinating story, which we'll get into after we take care of our call, uh, in the New York Post this morning about Chief Justice John Roberts and why he declined to participate. Oh, I thought you said the Constitution said he wasn't supposed to participate because it's not a sitting president. It says that's what he what's supposed to happen, but I guess he could inject himself into it and, and you know, take part in it if he wanted to. But he doesn't choose to. It says right here, Chuck Schumer says, and we all believe Chuck Schumer, don't we? (laughs) Chuck Schumer says he did not want to take part in the trial. 
Well, good, that works out because he's not invited, so <laughs> whatever. All right, and but he says it's unconstitutional? Well, no, they're, he's not saying that, but they're, they're implying that he thinks that because okay. that's why he didn't want to take part. Gotcha. Well, I, I really see legal experts divided on this, and I am a constitutional expert, and I don't think it's legal because all of the wording relates to getting somebody out of oh, office. Right. <laughs> so They're already out. All right, so. And that's I am what glad is called in law a moot point. One of the super learned uh, men that we know around here is on the line now. John, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Morning, John. Thank you, gentlemen. And uh, it's uh, good to talk to uh, a friend that uh, we've been fighting the good fight for <laughs> probably, what, 45 years, Joe? Oh, a long, time. <laughs> a long time. A long time, John. <laughs> Listen, what I, I don't want to take a lot of time, but um, as I listen to the show from time to time, uh, I hear. Uh, misinformation or uh, disinformation about the new regional college effort. And I, I'd like to uh, ask you to give me just a couple of minutes. I don't want to take a lot of time because, you know, I don't want to, to dominate this thing, but I'd just like to talk about three or four issues um, that uh, that persist and, and I want to try to clarify. This is going to be a regional concept uh, community college. By that I mean we need to have we need to have a main campus or a main place and that will be Sunbury. And so immediately everybody says, "Oh, there's going to be a new community college in Sunbury." But the concept of this is while we need a hub, we are not interested in building buildings. We are interested in educating people. So, we will we will lease space. Uh, we will lease space in Sunbury. Um, but we will also look at at uh, a hub and spokes where we have outlining outlying learning centers. Um, uh, we really want to have at least one in Snyder County, one in Union County, one in Montour County. In in in, in we may have a couple. Uh, for instance, we we would like to reach with the western parts of Snyder and Union County. Uh, so we may have one out in New Berlin or or somewhere out there. So anyway, this is not a Sunbury Community College. This is a regional community college, and we will spread the opportunity to learn across the four counties or the three counties, however many participate. There are second thing I'd like to say is there are opportunities in Sunbury. Um, uh, I'd like to uh, invite people to come to Sunbury because, for instance, the, the the former middle school in Sunbury has about 50 classrooms. It has a cafeteria that would be a great uh, snack bar and lounge. Uh, it has uh, computer labs and other labs. It has a gymnasium and locker rooms. Um, people that, people forget about that. The, the soap mill has recently closed. Uh, uh, so we have a, a new owner there, um, Drive Incorporated. I'm sure they would be delighted to rent some space in that building if we, if we could arrange that. The reason we haven't done that is until we're sure we're going to, or we're you know we're going to get approvals there's no sense in talking to people about you know what we can what we can do so there are, there are some opportunities in Sunbury but again the focus is not on building buildings um, we'd like to uh, reach out to school districts um, we would like to have a vocational program that would be would hopefully partner with Sun Votech and Northumberland County Votech um, it's too premature to even talk to those folks because um, again, we don't have the, the, the approval. So uh, we are we are working on that and uh, diligently, as you know. 
Is this uh, per, is this perhaps like a chicken and the egg thing that you, you know a, a neighboring county might not be as interested in funding just yet because there's no classes or real estate associated with this yet? And I think that's true. Uh, one thing that is sort of has been lost in the shuffle is that there is a, a a tuition rate for counties who sponsor, and a different tuition rate for counties who don't sponsor. For instance, um, in in uh, in area or or in sponsored territories, um, a semester would be about thirty seven hundred and fifty dollars. But if someone came into the area, came to the college that was not from a sponsoring county, their amount, their tuition would be seven thousand five hundred dollars. It would be double. So county commissioners say, "Well, we can't. We're not going to do this. We don't believe whatever reason." If thirty students from that county, say fifteen first-year students and fifteen second-year students from that county, come. Those students are paying an additional $12,500 a year where the county might be able to to sponsor 50 for 108000 So, you know, people don't understand all the mechanics. Uh, In-area students get a 50% break on, on because the county is being a sponsor. Uh, so, you know, uh, these things haven't been fully discussed, and I understand that. Um, because you know we're, we're the, the the group is really focusing on um, the uh, essentials of uh, and there we've we've gone through five major steps the last one being the new economic impact um, that we uh, we announced uh, a week ago and then had the news conference last Thursday so we have a couple more steps to go. We need. We are working diligently to get a university partner. We are working diligently to try to to get county commissioners to see how important it is, um, and uh, so though. And we are working diligently on getting all the stuff together we need for the state because eventually, when we have a partner and sponsors, then we have to file an application. So I mean, it's a complicated process. Okay. Last thing I'd like. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm just, please go right ahead and finish up, and then I'll have just Last one thing quick I'd question. like to say is this um, The Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce recently is doing their, um, their um, update, their, uh, the, uh, I forget what they call it, but anyway, and I did a couple of these when I was on the board, but uh, every few years they, they, they pull the, the members and so forth. And ask what the what the needs are, what the priorities are, what what would help you better run your business uh, here in the valley. Interestingly, the number one issue in this current one is finding qualified employees. Another interesting fact is that the best way across the country, proven best way to have qualified workforce in a given area is to have your own local dedicated community college. So, second issue is local economic uncertainty. One thing that brings economic uncertainty is I don't know if I can find employees. Companies that look to to relocate look for several things. They look for transportation. Joe's on transportation for a long time. He knows how important that is. They look for broadband. 
which, by, by the way, is number five on this survey, and they look for a qualified trained workforce. And if they can't find qualified trained workers, they just don't relocate. They go somewhere else. And that's what's happening, unfortunately. So the, the Chamber of Commerce members are, are asking, saying, you know, we need help finding qualified employees. A community college is the best way to provide qualified employees. And yet the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce has so far not endorsed the community college effort. And so I, I don't understand that. Maybe you can talk to Bob Garrett next time he's on your show about that. But if, if trained workforce is so important and a community college is the best way, countrywide, the best way to provide a qualified workforce, why, isn't, why aren't organizations like the, the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce supporting the effort? So you can ask... Um, Bob Garrett next time he's on your show. That's all I have to say. If you guys have any questions, I'm done talking. Well, we'll uh, we'll explore questions at a later date. Uh, Bob, we'll be in this Friday as we do our Financial Friday to look at some of the jobless numbers, so it's kind of a great tie-in to that particular question. And uh, we know eventually there will be a community college uh, based in and around the Sunbury region, and so I mean, you can go kicking and screaming all the way and and denying the need and and not helping the businesses and, and industries in that way, or you can get on board early on and and, and you know join the train that's that's moving in that direction. So uh, I just think it's a it's a great opportunity, and it's obviously the need can be clearly shown. John, we appreciate your checking in with that uh, great uh, finding of fact information. Uh, we'll have you back here in the studio ASAP. Although that requires Joe to take a day off, which is is. Uh, I don't know, as rare as a miniskirt sighting today, I suppose. So, but uh, well, he's a workaholic. There's no doubt about that. But he's been <laughs> he's been a he's been a, a an anchor there for in that station for many many years. So, uh, if Joe wants to take a vacation, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I enjoy listening to the two of you. So, have a good day. Right, Keep John. up the good work. Thanks a Thank lot, John. Thank you so much, John. We appreciate that, John Shipman, of course, an occasional co-host here and vice president to the board of the Susquehanna Valley Community Education Project, which is that initiative. Uh, pushing to get that community college started sooner rather than later around here. We're going to take a quickie break. I just checked Wintranet. I don't see any brand new announcements on it. Yes, so. you do. I gave you one. Oh, yeah. Shemokin Dam offices are closed. No, no. Shemokin Dam Borough Council meeting tonight is postponed until next Monday night. All right. So we'll get that straight. We'll get that out of I hope so. Winternet. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. If you have some thoughts about the community college, I think there's really a lot of unanswered questions about this important school. And misconceptions is the biggest uh, issue that they're working hard to dispel. And like I said, there will be a community college here eventually. You might as well get on board now and uh, be part of the solution. 1-800-795-9565. You want to talk about the impeachment trial? Joe has some new info there, so we can discuss that. Uh, or uh, the uh, COVID-19 numbers over the weekend, just really startling numbers. But we've plateaued in many, many areas or are going down, so that much is good news as well. 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. Do you want to build a snowman? Come on, let's go and play. I never see you anymore. Come out the door. It's like you've gone away. Anyway, 
Do you want to build a snowman? It's from Frozen. Oh, okay. So, I thought yeah, that was and you figured and your it was snowing brides. outside, so, you know, snowman, yeah. I thought that was you and your lovely bride singing. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to build a snowman. <laughs> yeah. And the problem is he brought all that snow into the control room so he could do it, and now the equipment's <laughs> right. getting it's wet. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, a little slippy in here. <laughs> he frolics. I know that to be true, so this is uh, true. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, please read your article. You had, what, it's from the Post. Correct right, New York Post. Post. It said the Trump, uh, uh, wait a second, here it is, Chief Justice. Justice John Roberts' refusal to preside over former President Donald Trump's second impeachment trial is raising questions about whether he views the first-of-its-kind proceeding as constitutional. The Supreme Court has been declining to comment when reached by the Post, as well as other outlets, on why its top jurist will not take part in the historic trial. Speak on, on MSNBC's Rachel Maddow show on Monday evening, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer revealed that Roberts did not want to take part in the trial. Quote, the Constitution says the Chief Justice presides for a sitting president. Bing, bing, bing. The top-ranking senator said, so it was up to John Roberts whether he wanted to preside with a president who is no longer sitting. Trump, uh, which is Trump, and he doesn't want to do it. Roberts has not offered any comment on his role in a second impeachment trial since the House of Representatives voted in favor of taking the matter to trial in the Senate earlier this month. And that silence has been noted by those opposed to impeaching the former president. Well, that's a silly story. He's not supposed to, but he refuses to. He won't do it. He doesn't want to, but he he's can, not invited. He can. If he invited. Was invi- he was invited. Oh, you're sure about that? They asked him they, to do I it. I think they expected him you to think? do it. You think? Do you ex- believe no, that they but did? he usually does. He presided over the first That was one. his job. Well, it's right. not his job. That story, that's fake news all the way across the board. So the New York Post <laughs> is fake news. Well, that is. That story is. Almost every sentence has one big caveat to it that you need to add. What? What's the caveat? Well, the first of all, he didn't refuse. He wasn't invited. Secondly, no, he's no, not he invited. No, he was invited. He did. There's nothing here that says he wasn't invited. Well, there's nothing that says he was. Well, then why would the <laughs> subject have even come up on the Rachel Maddow show? Oh why would gosh. Chuck Schumer have brought it up? Chuck Schumer said he did not want to take part. Oh, that no. implies that he was invited, but he chose to decline. In your brain, it doesn't imply well, that come in on, my mind. That's the wording. It's what he said on the air. Okay. All right. <laughs> you have a firmly held belief. Nobody wants to get in the way of those. All right. We got open phones. 1-800-795-9565. Eric, thanks for waiting. First caller of the... Uh, no, second caller of the week. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call this morning. So it, it, it's interesting that uh, President Biden invited 10 senators uh, to the White House, I think it was yesterday, it's going to be today, uh, to discuss the relief package. Uh, looks like he's trying to reach across the aisle and try to put something together. Um, sounds like they want to try to come to some kind of compromise, which I think is, is presidential, what he should be doing to try to you know, bring some additional relief to, to citizens. I'm one who agrees that perhaps the... What, whatever trillion dollars of the the package is is too big. One point nine. One point nine trillion. Yes. Yeah. Okay. One point nine trillion, which is uh, uh, what a, a thousand million for every trillion. Is that the way? <laughs> the numbers boggle the mind. No, it's um, a thousand billion. Without the exactly, excuse me, a thousand a billion, which is what, uh, a million. A billion here, um, a billion there. Pretty soon, it runs into money. Who's who yeah. said that? <laughs> uh, but, Everett uh, Dirksen, I, I Senator thought, Everett so Dirksen. I think he's he's trying to work to try to work something out so we can get some relief for folks. I believe one of the Republican counter proposals, at least what reported this morning, was to lower the amount and then also lower the cutoff amount, uh, cutoff 
um, of uh, adjusted income, which I, I wholly agree with. I, I think I think we need to get um, more funds into uh, the hands of those who are less blessed with with resources this time around. Um, um, but uh, that's my opinion. Um, con- contrasting that with uh, and correct if I'm wrong, Joe. I think you'll know. Who went to visit uh, Donald Trump? Was it the House Minority Leader? Went uh, went to Mayor Lago? Yes, Kevin, the Maca- Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, interesting last name. Uh, so, <laughs> meanwhile, he goes slumping to Trump on his knees to uh, to do what? Joe? You know, he what's went on. The, uh, he went on his the, knees. You, you, you know, he went on his knees. He was actually on his knees. He appeared on his knees. He didn't <laughs> go there that way. He flew down. <laughs> if uh, if not uh, figurative uh, figurative speech. Well, what fealty um, would he owe to Donald Trump at this point? I don't see well, yeah, it. Exactly. That, well, that that's the question I have to you. What well, what uh, what is I that? Think, why is he there? I think he's uh, there because uh, the Republican <laughs> Party is trying to figure out how to move beyond Donald Trump. I think that's why he's there. And, and so I think I think they're Donald Trump by by visiting Donald Trump and his hospital down <laughs> in Florida by talking to him and trying to convince him to back off some of this nonsense that he's purveying and to try to get him to stand down from the Republican Party try to get some I think they're trying to get some agreement from Trump to stay out of the next presidential race to avoid or making the the impeachment a, a really moot point I think the Republicans want to clean up their own mess yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's just very, very interesting that uh, he, he goes to him, though, you know. it's um, Well, you the, don't go to somebody else if you, want to, if you want to talk to the president. If you want him to do something, the former president, you don't go to his grandmother. You go to him. Well, Joe's, Joe's version <laughs> Scottish, of this is... By the way. Oh, that's why, I'm sorry. His, his, his mother's Scottish, isn't he? Right. Joe's version of this is implausible, but not impossible. So it is possible <laughs> that if they wanted but, not but, only but to get uh, president... If they wanted not only to get President Trump to fall in behind, and they want the they want his voters, you know, he still has a remarkably loyal following, and so if you want all of them to be part of the new Republican Party, you better go down and talk to them. And you also don't want him to start his own party. The last thing the Republicans right. need is to lose half of their members because of the big fracture. And I think that's plenty of good reasons why you would want to talk to him if you but were But that's a not why he went down. He went down there to grovel right. because he... Owns oh, a lot Mr. of President, owners. please let me grovel before your feet. He, he owns a lot of the uh, good supporters that the Republicans need. Eric, you got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. I thought it was also very interesting in the in the uh, daily item that it said that uh, so many uh, or a lot of the uh, uh, companies who had previously supported our local federal representatives are now jumping ship. Uh, they do not like. They don't want their name any longer attached to. Uh, our local representatives, Mr. Keller. I think that's very interesting as well. Yeah, but that's completely appropriate. It's just the fact that they were donating dollars in the fast in the past so that they could be associated with his name isn't the right reason. If, if I absolutely agree. But that's <laughs> another topic. Agree. All right. Thank you so much, Eric. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, I appreciate people, it as always. People have always donated money to politicians in the hope they would have some sort of access. Than, we have about a minute left. You got it? And you can call back after the break if you want to finish your thoughts. Go ahead. I just have one question, and that is, is it true that you think that a president within the last, let's say, three months of his, any president, Biden or Trump, can do something heinous to the country and get away with it because they can't be impeached? I mean, what what uh, the Trump Republicans did 
your side at the Capitol was a major crime. A major crime. People got killed. They went into our house, as in the country's house, and decimated things upon the call of the president. He just goes away scot-free in your world. Nothing was decimated. There was some break-in. There was some damage. But the, the Capitol's in operation. It wasn't decimated. All right. Yeah, the, the, so that's the issue, Stan. Stan, <laughs> call it back after nothing. 9 o'clock. It was nothing. All right. Isn't that oh, funny? It was the, it was the apocalypse now. Uh, obvi obviously an overuse of that term, but everything else true. So, of course, you focus on that. It wasn't decimated. It was just heavily damaged by insurrectionists. Come on, Than. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and bar barometrically opposed to everything. Diametrically. I barometrically is a measure of uh, the moisture in the air, isn't it? Uh, yes. Joe's been putting mercury in my coffee, so he's barometrically <laughs> opposed to, to all of the good things that I propose and talk about. So, uh, But he is here, and we invite you to call us today. We're enjoying an open phones Monday. It's the very first day of the week, the very first day of the month, and it's the very first day of Be Kind Awareness Month from the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way and partners, Evangelical Community Hospital and others. Also, it is Red Rock Red for Healthy Hearts Month with Evangelical Community Hospital. It's Black History Month, so we're really calling attention uh, to the fact that there is uh, a lot to note in the history, and we talked about Harriet Tubman last week. Uh, some folks are still interested, pushing hard to make sure that her image gets on the 20, uh, but as you would imagine, there's a lot of pushback against that, so we will certainly, we can certainly discuss that again during the month of February. We invite you to call us, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com. We do have some Winternet announcements. Winternet brought to you by R.W. Most, uh, your snowplow experts, part of the Napa Auto Care Network of trusted, locally owned repair facilities, Peter's Appliance and APW is closed today. Northumberland National Bank, all offices closed today. They'll open at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Topak and Spring Water offices are closed today. And State House member Kurt Mosser's district offices in Elysburg and Danville are closed today. Northumberland Borough office closed today. All branches of the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA will be closing today at noon. Greater, uh, no, check that, Susquehanna Community Bank branches closed today. Members' Choice Financial Credit Union offices are closed today. Susquehanna Valley Taxi not operating. Kids Coroner Learning Center in Sunbury closed. Totem Tag Service closed today. Uh, the Children's Discovery Center Preschool is closed today. Shiklamate Boys Basketball scheduled for tonight has been postponed. It'll be held Thursday at 7.30 p.m. and that'll be on WKOK and the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Uh, tonight's Shiklamate Girls Basketball game with Danville has postponed. Uh, Summit Pre-K Counts early head 
Head Start and Head Start classes in Mifflin, Union, and Snyder counties are virtual today. Sealandsville VFW is closed. No bingo. North Hamilton County Area Agency on Aging Senior Centers are closed today. The AFSME Retirees meeting set for today at the Sealandsville VFW is canceled. From the borough of North Hamilton, they're asking residents to please observe the normal street sweeping parking restrictions in town. And that means certain streets no parking on Monday today, so don't park on those particular streets today. Tomorrow, it's no parking on other streets tomorrow. Make sure you adhere to that so they can do lots of plowing to keep the borough streets clear. Millersburg School District School Board set for tonight will be held only via Zoom. Details on the district website. The Millersburg Joint Study Session with Upper Dauphin has been canceled. Tri-County Tag Service is closed. Service First Federal Credit Union closed today. Concerned Citizens Daycare closed today. Columbia County Courthouse uh, closed today. Columbia Montour Votex School is uh, closed today. Uh, let's see. Lackawanna College in Sunbury. Their Sunbury Center is closed today. Luzerne County Community College is closed today. Uh, let's see what else we got on the list here. Penn College is closed today. So that's about the sum total of the lists that we have here. Yeah, that's it. Um, a lot of schools are closed today. Others are doing virtual, remote, internet, online distance learning instead. So, uh, But in some school districts like Danville, they just said, nope, it's a snow day. Have fun. Enjoy. Play in the snow. Be careful. And uh, perhaps we'll see you in the school buildings uh, tomorrow. So that is our WinterNet announcement. Some other very brief news headlines here. Now about a foot of snow is the prediction from the National Weather Service and the AccuWeather forecast. Uh, some commercial vehicle restrictions are now posted on I-80 from Interstate 99 to Interstate 81. So that means uh, I-80 in our area and Interstate 81 in our broad region and Interstate 83 uh, throughout our broad region. No commercial vehicles are permitted except those with loaded single trailers with chains or approved alternative traction devices and a wide range of other vehicular restrictions are posted. Speed reductions are posted on I-80 and Route 180 right now. And some other news headlines after letting her contract expire as a Sunbury administrator, Jody Auker now running for mayor. She made the announcement over the weekend, says she'll be running as an independent, saying it's time for leadership and and change in the city of Sunbury. Donald Trump on Sunday picked a Pennsylvanian to be his criminal defense lawyer, one of his two criminal defense lawyers for the impeachment trial. He chose Bruce Castor, a former Montgomery County prosecutor, perhaps best known for not prosecuting convicted sex offender Bill Cosby. Castor says, as for the impeachment trial, the strength of the U.S. Constitution is about to be tested like never before in our history. It's strong and resilient, a document written for the ages. It will triumph over their partisanship yet again. And always, Castor was DA in Montgomery County from 2000 to two, uh, 2008, perhaps known best known as his, uh, he declined to charge actor Bill Cosby with sexual assault after a woman came forward, a future prosecutor in that office did prosecute him. And of course, you know, Bill Cosby accused of multiple sexual assaults uh, on women. Police in 
Los Angeles had to shut down a COVID vaccine site at Dodger Stadium Saturday because anti-vaxxers blocked the site. About 50 anti-vaxxers and Donald Trump supporters blocked the entrance to the stadium, preventing people from waiting in long lines from getting in. The site was shut down for an hour. No arrests were made and everybody scheduled still got their vaccine eventually. Why would Trump supporters I was going to say, what, where, did, where did that come from? That's the Associated Press, I assume, in their editorial comments? Well, no, they were there. They have a picture of them. They I don't were think definitely anti-Trump, there. I don't think Trump people are anti-vax, do you? No, I mean, definitely, the one Trump's definitely not. It. Well, maybe because Joe Biden is doing the rollout. Well... I mean, you know, and technically he's in charge of it. Although story this morning on the Gordon Deal, I think it was that the, the big states are doing very poorly in getting the percentage, high percentage of shots in arms. The smaller states with smaller bureaucracy seem to be doing a better job. We're talking about the same number of people per capita that they're dealing with. You know, the mm-hmm. number of shots, but the smaller okay. states are doing better than the fill in New York's. And over the weekend, of course, now. Governor Cuomo is really getting nailed for lying about the number of people who died in nursing homes, almost twice as high as he admitted. Downplaying that in his public reports. Right. Well, now he's saying it's God's fault. That was, I heard his press conference. But that he lied or that the more no, died? That, uh, you know, well, ask God why it's, why it's so bad. But, you know, he, he accepts, you know, they all were on Trump accepting no blame. Well, the Democrats should take a close look at Cuomo before they lionize him again. He won't take any blame. and did nothing wrong. It was all somebody else's fault. He's going to be our next president, so you better watch it. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565-THAN. Welcome back to the radio. You already had a minute on, but now you get to come back on. So good morning. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Uh, a couple of things. One is... Uh, uh, if you really know what happened in New York State, that was a mix-up in the fact that some states counted the people who were uh, who died in nursing homes uh, in the nursing home, and some counted them when they were in the hospital, even though they had been taken in from the nursing home. And that was the disparity. It wasn't a lie. It's fun to say lie because you don't like the guy, Joe. But it wasn't a lie. It was a misunderstanding. It was a and lie. Than it was a lie. Come on. Okay. Yeah, I know Democrats do nothing in your imagination, bad. Trump's a good guy. No, Trump's Trump's always bad. Democrats always good. We understand, Than. We understand. You've got yeah, your well, MSNBC that's exactly funnel. What I was saying. And by the way, uh, instead of diverting, answer me this question, which I asked before the news, which was, can a president do something heinous to our country? before he leaves office and then get away scot-free because there's no way to get to him? I don't think that... Well, you're not not looking at this the right way. If he committed... (laughs) Now, now, let me answer answer your question. If he committed a crime in the last days of his office, there is a statute of limitations on any crime, inciting a riot, whatever it is. Their statute of limitations is usually two years. So why couldn't he be arrested and prosecuted as a civilian because he's now no longer in office and charged with the crime that he committed while he was in office. I think impeachment is the wrong way to go. If you believe he committed a crime, then I think he should face the same civil action or civil criminal action that you and I would face if we committed a crime. Somebody should arrest him. I hope after the impeachment that's exactly what happened because uh, with his, uh, your, I guess I have to say, your group of people 
uh, uh, Giuliani and Trump Jr. and Trump himself and some guy from uh, the uh, uh, Proud Boys or something making speeches saying, go get them. And somehow that sparked a thing that for some reason Republicans don't find it, find it exciting and awful that our uh, Congress was attacked and people were threatened and almost killed and five people or six I guess now were actually killed and you're not excited about that? I'm as excited about that then as I'm as excited about that as I am the riots in Portland and the people killed in Chicago every weekend it's all bad stuff the difference is that I'm willing to condemn all of it and you only want to condemn the part that involves Republicans. No we're talking we're talking about attack on our government We've had those before. We've had those before. Beating up and killing black people. There's a heck of a difference. And what about what about when somebody uh, like a female congressman tells people to harass folks and don't let them eat dinner in private and go ahead and raise cane with them? It's all bad. Then it's not good. No matter how you slice it, it all should be condemned. It all should be stopped. You just want to assign the blame one place. Democrats do nothing wrong. Republicans do everything wrong. Joe, Joe, you're like Johnny One Note. Then you're like Johnny that. One Note. No, no, you don't understand. You oh, don't get. Oh, I don't point. understand. Oh, forgive me, I'm stupid. I don't understand. Wait a minute, you tell me all the time that I don't understand. So I guess that's what it means that you think I'm stupid. No, I think you're a well, smart yeah. guy who just knows has arrived at the wrong conclusions. Uh, <laughs> well, wait a minute. I call you stupid when I say you don't understand, and. You call me that because I'm just misinformed. I'm sorry, Joe. You're starting to sound stupid to me. See, there you go Come again with name now. calling. That's not true. Joe's not stupid. No, he isn't. No, he isn't, but he sounds it. Oh, he when sounds he it. Okay, up, well, I guess. There he goes. <laughs> now you got him started. All right, Than, we'll give you the last. Well, thank you for calling, Than. I hope you call again. Than, you get 30 seconds. I, uh... I, listen, Joe, I know you're not stupid. I wish you'd start sounding smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would Have hope the same for day, you. Guys. Thanks, Dan. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We would love to hear from you. Light them up, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Joe has a, a fake news article from the New York Post uh, saying that, uh, well, Joe has some very firm beliefs about what's in the article, but we'll go through it word for word and talk about what's really in it. But I think if the, the bottom line, though, is if the Chief Justice feels as though the impeachment the trial... Chief Justice? Chief Justice? <laughs> I thought you said cheap. No, you, your funnels are blocking oh, out uh, the glottal stops that are, I'm <laughs> trying to say here. Uh, if the chief justice is uh, saying that it's unconstitutional, I think that means something, so that's good to know. Uh, we have other topics uh, to discuss. 1-800-795-9565. How culpable is the president because of this? We were just talking about vaccines. Uh, Pennsylvania's got nearly 2 million doses of the vaccine given to the state, and and only about 
40 uh, percent of that is in people's arms so far. Now, the state has uh, a lot of places in Pennsylvania are saving the second dose. They're not waiting for another shipment to come. They're saving that second dose. So that would use up quite a bit of that vaccine. Uh, but uh, uh, on faith, some other states have uh, given out all their doses and they're waiting for more so they can give out second shots. So what's your view on that? one 800 795 Impeachment. Division in the U.S. The insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. COVID-19 are common topics these days. one 800 795 When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Welcome back. Joe, are you being kind to kids I am being who kind. cut a corner on your lawn now? I, I'm allowing people on my lawn it's be kind. for a very brief period it's be of kind time. Month. Unless you put some snow there or grass clippings, then it's over. Be kind. <laughs> All right, 1 800 795 I like be civil. Be civil, okay. Right, you know. <laughs> Kindness implies if that... you can't uh, be kind to your neighbor, at least be, be, be civil. civil. Right. Right. I'm sure I'm, I have to set my sights a little lower than be kind. <laughs> yeah, no be argument. civil. <laughs> yep, that's true. Dan, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. You bet. Good morning, fellas. Why, you know, it, Trump had zero, nada, nothing to do with that insurgents. Not one thing. Hello? Are you all right, Dan? <laughs> you, you bet yeah, I am 100% sane. And you're 100% that, wrong, too. He had everything, a lot a lot to do with it. I'm sorry, but he had well, a lot even to do he with it. Yeah, right, admitted he Joe, was partially responsible. You, you never were for Trump, but <laughs> nevertheless, that insurgent was planned days ahead of the day it happened, and the Capitol Police had intelligence that it was going to happen, and they did nothing about it. it. It was planned way on ahead. If you see them people coming in there, they had the equipment to break in there and the ropes, etc. And uh, some of them were Antifa. They in infiltrated the Trump people to make the Trump people look like a bunch of nuts is what really happened. What's your source for that, Dan? What's your source for that? I haven't seen those reports. Uh, Washington Post is all over. You're listening to the wrong news outlets. I can tell you, first, one source is Fox News. The other source is Rush Limbaugh, which is always right, whether you like him or not. 
and and I read some in the paper. I don't know which paper, but them are my sources, and they had intelligence on that. It had nothing to do with Trump. This is the far left's way to try to get rid of Trump. But here, Joe, if you're against Trump, you're the only Trump voter since the election, since the so-called Trump made insurgents that turned against Trump. I talk to Trump people every day out here in common sense country, and not a one of them has turned on Trump. And if Trump starts a party and the rhino Republicans can't get on with it, guess where we'll be? You think the Trump movement died. You're dead, dead wrong. <laughs> I don't think the movement died, but, you know, you're, you are... Actually, if anybody's approaching Trump on their knees, Dan, it sounds like you are. I mean, I hold the <laughs> right. guy responsible. Trump's approaching me on his knees. I, I look at this one way. I listen to the words that came out of Donald Trump's mouth on that day. And they were, right. they were words designed to incite not a riot, I don't think, but to incite um, strenuous, crowd. strong protest that got out of hand. Now... Did he yell fire in a crowded theater? He did not. But he yelled smoke in a crowded theater. And that was the equivalent of sending people off to do what they eventually did. And for him to say, or for you to say he bears no responsibility, I mean, honestly, you have your head in the sand, Dan. Well, obviously, the president has also partially said he was partially responsible. Even he admitted that, particularly when he encouraged uh, people to go get the vice president because he... Well, he said to go fight like hell. Now, those are words that indicate action. Well, and to to say that if the vice president didn't do, you know, the illegal act that the president president wanted him to do, then that they should go get him. That was wrong. The president expressing glee in his office while the insurrection was underway, declining to stop it while it was underway, declining to say anything. Well, he did eventually say something after his right, staff. Right, for hours later right. after police had the whole thing under control. And for years, the president has been encouraging and giving license to people who are going to push back violently. Now, there I disagree with you. I don't think he's been doing that. But well, in this case, I think he is. People had license to do this. And uh, Dan, who's on hold at the moment, is 100% right. Uh, This was planned weeks ahead of time, but not planned to the moment where they knew they were going to go through the Capitol doors by force. I mean, it doesn't appear that way, or I haven't read that, but it could be true. But but they knew that they were going to go do something by force to take back their country because they considered their country was being stolen. So I, I think if they had decided to run to the right House instead. They probably would have all done that or they decided to go against the Capitol. They, that's what they did. But it's obvious that the president gave them license for weeks and they planned it for weeks. The president may not have specifically known who was planning what, but he encouraged well, he them, them all along. To Washington, right. He, he encouraged them all the along. Right. All right. Dan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Everything you said there was mostly untrue. (laughs) I told you the Capitol Police had intelligence that there was going to be an insurgent, and they refused to do nothing about it. And the mayor didn't refuse to do nothing about it. They knew it was something was going to happen. 
but what they did was turn this right on its head and made Washington, D.C. put walls all around it after the insurgent in order to make people like me look like an idiot, which is all right, but they they did that to make Trump voters look like a bunch of racist insurgents. And all we wanted was a fair election, which we didn't get. It, it's over now, but we did not get a fair election. Let me ask they you a were question. determined to railroad Trump out of there. The final coup is done. They got Trump out. But the movement, the Tea Party Trump, Tea Party first, Trump second movement is not dead. I don't know anybody out here I talk with that's, that believes a word of what Tea Party. is what is being said by the fake news media. Dan, let me ask you a question. If President yes. Trump, if President Trump that day had said instead of what he did say. I believe very strongly that the election was taken from me, but it is time for this country to move on. I concede the election, and I wish President-elect Biden the very best, and I will do whatever is in my power to support him and his presidency and administration and hope that the, the country goes forward. If he had said that, do you think there would have been a mob storm the Capitol, Dan? The obelisk at Penn State well, would have Why collapsed. would he make up a lie? It wasn't Th nothing true. in there was we, a lie. They were nothing still investigating these elections, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and that they still were checking it out. Our great Congressman Fred, but Keller you didn't was, answer. You didn't answer they my were question. Trying to look into it. You didn't answer my question. Do you think if he had said what I said, that there would have been a riot at the Capitol? I I don't honestly. There probably still would have been because they wanted to make Trump look bad. They never did want him in there. They but you think all these people still would have happened more well, than likely? I can't say for sure. All these people but who rioted they were Antifa. That bad that and you can hear it. I didn't talk about Trump ever since the election. I re, I just didn't call in and talk about Trump. But do you realize every day? Your hate Trump callers had to call in and run him down into the ground. So now that everything's over, we, I'm going to call in if it's about Trump and tell the truth instead of these lies. It's hard for Trump people to take the propaganda that they're saying about Trump. It really is. All right, we got you, Dan. He Thank you so much. The, he's one of the best presidents we've ever had. One of the best. Well, we're going to elect you as representative of the Trump nation, so thank you. Thanks, You're, Dan. Appreciate really your appreciate call as always. Yeah, these guys have a great win. Great listening to you. Thank you. Right, take care. Thank you, Dan. Bye. Yeah, I, th I, think, uh, I think Dan is right. Uh, a lot of people still believe exactly as Dan does. You know, not the full 70 million anymore, but uh, let's say 40 million, and that's going to be what the new party most will likely be uh, comprised well, of. I mean, the difference is Dan calls me a rhino, but any Republican who thinks that President Trump didn't cost the two Georgia senator race, Senate races 
has their head in the sand. Well, the president cost his that behavior. race. The president cost his own race right, because of right. his, behavior. his behavior. If he'd been a reasonable leader, and if he, well, of course, the vaccine was a vexing issue. You know, honestly, no matter what he did, I think people would have held that against him. Sure. Of course, I think but he, he did. But he did the right thing. He did exactly the right thing by focusing on getting the vaccine and not just making people wear masks. He knew what would solve the problem. Right, but he missed the boat. First of all, he lied to us multiple times about the severity of it when he knew that it was significantly dangerous and then of and of course by the time it was widespread uh, he declined to wear a mask or to do the things that could have really saved lives but that's that's water under the bridge now he's gone because of the vaccine or because of the coronavirus issues not all the other uh, dilemmas in office all right we got the lines lit we got to take a quickie break we'll be right back Pete's going to be first and he is talking vaccines so we'll be back hey. One of our good listeners says, obviously, Dan from New Berlin doesn't believe in reality. So thank you for that. He wants to know how many moons are in his world. <laughs> in orbit. Pete, you're on the mark. We're enjoying an open day. What's on your mind today? Oh, good morning. If you're not busy, you can come out and shovel my driveway. That would help me a lot. <laughs> I'm quite um, busy. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but we appreciate um, the offer. <laughs> I'm a little upset about this um, uh lack of vaccines all over the place, but it seems like Pennsylvania's gotten hit pretty hard. Um, Ivan is out, Geisinger's out. Now, I'm, I'm personally, I'm 75, and I have diabetes, and uh, even though I stay home, wear a mask, and all that sort of thing, I, you know, it still frightens me a little bit. Uh, what, why are these politicians allowed to get, get away, assuming that they're, they're responsible? The federal government, I suppose, is responsible for a lot of this. And, and there's a uh, a lot of people that are just giving a lot of lip service to this sort of thing. Why are we not getting these vaccines out? I mean, what is the problem? The, the, the factory's not making Yeah, I, I haven't kept up with the news, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And uh, are they not turning out enough vaccines? I thought I, I heard they were putting out millions of, of doses, but we don't seem to be getting any. I don't understand that. And why aren't the people responsible? Why are they not paying the price? What's going on at Evan? What's going on at Geisinger? What's going on in the state with our, our government, the governor that we can't get doses here? Well, I think the, the question, you've asked a very good question, but I don't think you can lay the blame at Evan or at Geisinger because I've gotten my first shot at Geisinger, and they are well organized, and they, are, they were accepting appointments. They were wide open. But now they're saying that they're not certain about the next vaccine, and the states are the ones that are having the problem. I saw this morning that smaller states like West Virginia has like 80% of the vaccine that it's been given in people's arms at this point, where like California has a little bit less than 50%. You know, and they have a big infrastructure. They have, So what's the difference? Well, and as for Pennsylvania, about 2 million doses of the vaccine have been delivered to the state, but only about 40% of that has gone out in the form of the first shot. So we're left to assume that the next 40% is set aside to make sure that they have the second shot for people. But not all states are doing that. Some are saying, okay, if we get a dose of vaccine, it's going in somebody's arm. Second dose, uh, you know, who cares? We'll, we'll scrap that up when the time comes. So that may be what Pennsylvania is doing because 60% of Pennsylvania's vaccine is in the state but not in anybody's arm. But every day they're manufacturing more so it should, the problem should get lesser and lesser and lesser as time goes on because but they're making more of the stuff. But it doesn't seem to be doing that at this point and I don't understand uh, if there are millions and millions of uh, 
of uh, vaccines being produced right now. Who's holding it up? I mean, who's making this deci- decision? Sorry, decision to send it on to the states. Who's who's uh, holding everything up all the time? I don't understand that. Why are there so much politics in our lives? That's what's happening. Politicians are involved in this too. You know they are. Yeah, no argument there. <laughs> Politicianers. All right, thank they, you they so much. They made it. I mean, you have to. Yeah, whether I, I know it's it makes people angry, but I mean, I think you have to give President Trump a lot of credit for Operation Warp Speed and the fact he focused on getting us a, an anti or a vaccine. But he also did some other things that weren't so good. So, but the states, he left it to the states to administer the vaccine. They're the ones that have a health organization that's down where the people are. You would think well, they would be the ones that. to do it. I understand that. What about the Messiah down in Harrisburg? He doesn't seem to be doing much of anything. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing something. Well, like Governor Cuomo, he's but, deflecting yeah. blame as best he can. Well, that's that's what politicians do. All right. Thank they you, Pete. The, Oop, go ahead. Blame. All right. Thank you so much for calling in, Pete. Very much appreciated. Thank you. Bye-bye. And if we get an answer, we'll let you know. Right. And and the governor and uh, the president will have lots more to say about this, so we'll have to pay attention this week. Uh, let's see. One quickie addition to our Winternet just added. All three Union County libraries are closed today. All three Union County libraries closed today. Al, you are next up on WKOK's On the Mark program. Of course, you know as well as I do that the president fomented, encouraged, and gave license to individuals who insurrected the Capitol back on December 6th. What say you today? Are you done stirring the pot there, Mark? Good morning. Good morning. We're we're about one more unconstitutional, frauded election away from a real insurrection and a revolution. That's the way it is out here, and the conservatives are being canceled all over the place. And the, the rage is uh, just fomenting out here. It is, it is unbelievable. Uh, we've been taking it. There was 270 riots this summer that nobody's mentioning. It's all about the insurrections. There was a billion and a half in damage this summer. They attacked the courthouses. They attacked uh, police stations. They even barricaded uh, police in the station and tried to burn it down with them in there. There was a thousand police officers injured, uh, 27 people killed, and if there was an insurrection with a with uh, you know a guy in a fur coat and horns on his heads, our next insurrection will be the Marines and the Navy and everybody else that's pissed off about this uh, what's going on, and that will be the, your next insurrection. We're in the world. Okay. Well, I should have said that bad word I just heard on the other part. Everybody's very, very, very upset, I should say. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's better language. Um, anyway. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. People are pretty darn mad, and uh, people who are sort of like yourself that are ultra-strong President Trump supporters are... Uh, Fed, 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 fed up, you well, know. And politicians. It's politicians. Politicians didn't make this country. Patriots made this country. And I said a while ago, and you made light of it, that uh, we need a new party because the far left is their party. The far right is their party. We need one in the middle. And it's going to be uh, libertarians and it's going to be people... You know, in the middle, if Democrats and Republicans alike, we're looking for somebody to lead us, not 
play games with our lives. Well, maybe in three years you'll have your opportunity. I don't anticipate that President Biden will be an eight-year president. It would seem almost impossible. And uh, we'll have to go from there. Anything else? We'll give you that last word. Go right ahead, Al. No, that's about it. I just want you to know that people are really, really upset, and, and it's very dangerous what's going on right now. All right, we got okay, you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's see. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Tom is our next caller from Sunbury, PA. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, I don't know if you could get her or not, but if you could give Joe like a week off <laughs> and get Marjorie Taylor Green on there for a co-host. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think, David, uh, a conversation between Al... Mary Tar- Marjorie Taylor Green or Dan and Marjorie Taylor Green and Stan or any of them people. I mean, you would have a a highlight reel. You could play a highlight show. You know, when you t- like around the holiday, that you could play a highlight show of these guys. Best of talking to her. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, this stuff is is really out there. I mean, he Dan says that. He has nothing to do with it, that this was planned. Well, it was planned, but Trump told him to plan it a long time ago. In a manner of speaking, yes. He told told him to come to Washington, D.C. on January 6th. He said this, like, right after the election was called. He could live, like, two months he had. Come to Washington, D.C., we're going to have a, what do you say, what do you say it was going to be a, fantastic time or something. I don't know what he said. So he incited these people to come there. Sure they planned it after he told them <laughs> to plan it and come there. Well, all true. And I guess you didn't... He- <laughs> well, I, I guess you. Dan comes up with it. These people, they call this show, what are they being... Well, the whole Republican Party is, is going wacko. At this point you in our... Re- married Marjorie Taylor Greene... It was, it was probably the worst one, although it's hard to tell. You have that Luann Bobart. There's another one. There's a bunch of them that don't want to go through the... They want to take guns into the Capitol building, and they they keep getting caught going through the metal detector. They're not allowed, and they keep trying. Those two, are, those are bad. You got that Mark Getz. You got that Jim Jordan and Louis Gohmert. I mean, these people are all nuts. <laughs> well, they certainly this, feel this strongly. The Republican Party is going nuts. Well, and there's a new phenomenon in the U.S. where people aren't able to hear the truth. And this is on both sides of the political aisle where people only hear what they need. And probably not new, but it's, boy, it certainly has contributed to the decline. I mean, there's. Do you think Dan has, or do you think that Tom has a be kind sign in front of his house? <laughs> <laughs> well, I call it like I see it. I mean, I'm not. I'm, we appreciate I'm a, that. I'm pretty reasonable. I can tell when somebody is, <laughs> when somebody's you know, kind of off and somebody that's normal. You're, you're reasonable. All right. Hey, I'm glad that's, to hear it. It's mean, well timed laughter. This stuff that's going oh, on with this Republican Party, and you know, and you know what? Who put Marjorie Taylor Greene in the office that she's in? Good Georgia voters. Right. The voters, and I'll guarantee you. If Marjorie Taylor Greene lived in Pennsylvania, 
and she ran for office, I'll guarantee you she would win. Oh, yeah, especially in the middle of Pennsylvania. All right, thank because you so much, Tom. These people are nuts, these Republicans. <laughs> I think it's a human condition now, not necessarily a Republican issue. But uh, we appreciate your call. Thank you so much, Tom. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll probably be able to... Uh, actually, I guess we are done. we got three people waiting and uh, three minutes each left uh, for those uh, callers. So let's get one right before... Are you taking a break, or? I uh, know. We're going to take one right before the break. Okay. Then i got some important words to say about uh, my next truck, and then uh, we'll take the breaks. Well, that would be Mike from Millmont, right? Yep. Mike, you're on the mark. Good morning. Morning. Man, there's been a lot of water over the dam since I, <laughs> just since I called. I wanted to disagree with Dan. Most, uh, most uh, Democrats and, and progressive people want Trump to stay involved in politics. They want Trump to uh, just fire up a, a third party and divide the Republican vote in half for the rest of perpetuity so that not these, these uh, banana Republicans don't get uh, elected into office anymore. So you believe That's one part you believe line. you believe one party government would be good for this country, huh? Let's get a no, dictator I'm, in there. I'm all for it. Three three parties. Go no, no, that would effectively give you one party, the Democrats, if the Republican vote split. You just said the same thing yourself, Mike. Yeah. Well, so what? At least they're not crazy. At least they're not they're, they're not looking for insurrections. And a woman had a editorial in the paper on Sunday and she called them banana Republicans. I thought that was really quite accurate. <laughs> so you th believe the, the far left people like the Olivia Acacia Cortezes, you think the country would be better off in their hands? It's not in their hands. There's all kinds of different people in the re Plus there's a huge uh, like me, I, I'm a registered independent by the way. There's a huge number of people that are registered independent that don't align themselves with either party. Aren't you aware of that? I am aware of that. faction of the American voter. It's not gigantic, but it's large. It's the biggest. It's not gigantic if you add the, the people who belong to parties. You're saying there's more independents than I'm saying there are more people. Republicans are the smallest number of, of I'm saying there are more people. Of, there are more people affiliated with a party who identify themselves with a party than those who yeah, don't. Yeah, that's if you put the Democrats and Republicans together. That's what that's I was true. doing, yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, you want you ought to explain that to some folks. Like I tried, Dan. but you weren't listening. Yeah. Oh, well, I try to listen to you. You know what I mean? You you, you actually try to be a, a a reasonable person most of the time. But some days. <laughs> yeah, your your breathless uh, thing with Trump though really drives me nuts sometimes. I mean, the, the, the defending him. Your breathless defense of oh, only his policies. Did, did not you actually hear me tear him apart a little earlier. I was called a rhino yeah, right, by another yeah, caller. Yeah, it's very refreshing when you do that because <laughs> only the insurrection. And, that's only where he draws the line. The rest of his policies yeah, were well, great. I mean, he did. He did. Uh, <laughs> uh, he did uh, invite those people to D.C. on the sixth for something big. I mean, he he was egging them. Oh, no. I agree. Right. And they, they knew exactly how to react, to they plan knew, something. Well, sure. I mean, they, every single word he says, they use some sort of weird uh, can trigger mechanism of some sort to, to do this or do that. If you're going to oh, call them re retrumplicans, can I call the other party Democrats? No, that's oh, mean-spirited. Right. Mean yeah. And it's also, by the way, <laughs> now we gotta go. it, is the, it, it is the Democratic Party. Not the Democrat Party. Would you remind uh, 
Democratic the Party. The Trumpicans okay. and, and the Banana Republicans about that, please? <laughs> well, the, Demo- uh, the Democratics will remind them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for calling uh, in. Uh, Just super to hear you from you. All right, 1-800-795-95. Oops, scratch that good, phone number. He's a good caller. He's got a sense of humor. All right. Uh, Tom, you are far from reasonable, and you are a mind-numbed mainstream, me- mainstream media robot. You are so weak in the mind that you would let words incite you to violence. No, in fact, that's all that can be used to incite you to violence is words. That's what the crime is. All right. We appreciate that. But no more name-calling, Stan. Adult. All right. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 will be our telephone number. You'll need it tomorrow. Uh, we got the lines uh, lit up, so we'll get these callers on the air ASAP. We invite you to do what I've done. That's go to sunburymotors.com. I picked out a brand-new Ford F-350 for me to get around in the snow today. It's got an 8-foot bed. It does have the moonroof, but it doesn't come with a manual sliding rear window. I had to get a power rear window to it also. It also has a dump bed that you can tilt it back. It's got 36 inches of clear, no, 36 inch tires and about 16 inches of clearance over the hubs. And it does seat six comfortably. So it has two rows of seats. As I mentioned, the eight foot bed, it's got the little brackets on the side where you can stack it up even higher with boards and things to make it hold even more. And uh, yes, it does have a backup beeper, but that's the truck I built, but you can build your own Ford, Lincoln, Kia, or Hyundai to your precise specifications. They also got pre-owned trucks and vehicles there. They're in perfect condition. Today's the day to good day to drive by online and look at the address online and check out sunburymotors.com. You can also buy online. You can buy the perfect vehicle, purchase it online right from your home and they'll deliver it to you and they would just love to super serve you. Sunburymotors.com uh, We got a minute each for our good callers here. Lance, you get a minute, then Van, go right ahead. Go ahead, Lance. Okay. Well, One minute. Anyway, uh, I think here in about 20 words you can explain this. It would take me about three minutes to do, okay? Okay. We're talking about the cultured elites who are after Trump, all right? That these cultured authorities couldn't tell the difference between a populist protest against elite contempt and a coup carried out by powerful ideologues will go down as one of the great fiascos of American intellectual history. Okay. Who so wrote we, that? So we missed the boat. I uh, got Burton Swain in the journal here some time ago. Okay. 
And that really sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. And absolutely. think about the think about the Reichstag fire. What, well, there's a the, connection I fail to see. <laughs> okay. Now think about it. Think about what was done after that. A very minor thing that gave him an excuse to sure, destroy the communists. All right. right. Thank you, Lance. Okay. Appreciate the call. All right, Van, go right ahead. Um, tragically, only thirty seconds. Well, just uh, I was going to talk about the vaccine, but I'll just direct my comments toward Tom, who says Republicans are nuts. Well, we have a, a president who is nuts. The guy is doing away with fracking and killing jobs. I think we lost Van. I'd like to say maybe I'll call back tomorrow. Yeah, please yeah, call please back do, tomorrow, Van. Do. You were broken yep. up. We didn't hear the last part of your thought. I think I let the jingle override his voice, so that's not good. Okay, well, we'll get that squared away. Hopefully, Van can call first thing tomorrow. We'd love to hear from him. Now we got some texts, too. This is WKOK Sunbury.